Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is icecreamgraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Dude, I don't know if I can do this. We are definitely on the edge today. All right, all right, get ready. All right, here. Crack! It broke! Right now it broke! Whoa! Dude, don't don't panic. You can get another one on Amazon in two days. Two days! Wait, you! Guys, we're on the edge already! Welcome to the Yup Podcast. Yes, this is your uh, host, Tom Baldwin. And uh, yeah, we are, if you saw the title of this podcast, oh my gosh, yep, we're right up there looking over the edge. I'm not, we're we're just going to go with it. It's good. It's appropriate. It is something that needs to be said. Why not have a redneck to say it? Hey, this has been an incredible season for me of learning. Hey, yeah, those of you out there that know that's code for, dude, you've been fucking up all over the place. <laughs> that's a little harsh, Tom. Screwing up, Kate. What? I don't want to put warnings on these, but sometimes that word just, it works, okay? Let's not lie about that. And um, all you guys that lied, I'm, I'm sorry, because deep inside, you really feel like you can say it. it just let, Let's practice. You do it in two parts, okay? And it doesn't really... Duck! See, you didn't really cuss, but it, it felt good, right? <laughs> if you're having one of those days, you can totally relate, okay? It is not intelligent speech. It is vulgar, but sometimes it is the medicine that we need to release the anger and frustration that we have. And so, oh, Tom, that was really good at justifying that. I know, I'm so good at crap like that. That's probably why I'm fat. Oh, boy, oh, boy, yeah. Sidetracked, shotgun, we are scatter patterned all over the place. So let's draw it in. This is the Yup Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for all you faithful listeners. You guys are nuts. You keep listening to me. Now, I'm really grateful for that. But yeah, you're not. Nah, I really appreciate you. You are part of a tribe and we are learning. We're moving together together. We're moving ahead together. Wow. Some. Those meatballs I just ate, they're not sweaty balls. They're meatballs, right? Little, I probably should have washed them down with a little more, but I didn't. Sorry, apologize for that. But we're moving ahead. We're getting rid of baggage. We're learning. We're becoming aware. We're shining the light on those areas in our lives that are holding us back, keeping us from healthy, whole relationships. And yes, I am your redneck host. And yes, I've screwed up, blanked up a lot. And so I've learned a lot because when I screw up, man, we have a debrief, me, myself, and I, and it's the debrief. And it's like, what happened there? What should we do? How do we, how do we not do that again? Yes, we have that. (sighs) He's like, 
creepy. Those of you that are still listening, you can't say that anymore because you're you're part of the club. Sorry, you're creepy too. Um, all right, so today we're talking about in the intro. And the name of the podcast is called The Plastic Vagina, or it could be Pussy. I don't know. You know, one's more affectionate than the other. But the whole premise of this, and it's a huge concern that has been on my mind as we're moving more and more into society where relationships are becoming more shallow and they're more faked and they're edited and they're structured. And the whole point, and I don't actually think it's a plastic vagina, I think it's like 100% silicone for that enhanced feeling with, you know, optional ribs and, you know, little bumps at the end, you know, that whole, you're just like, dude, (laughs) How do you know about this stuff? (laughs) Well, for one, I was a teenager and I produced a lot of testosterone. And yes, I've had my struggles over the year. And the rest of you that don't admit it out there, you're just full of bullshit. Okay, right? Let's just be honest. You know, fortunately now I'm happily married. I have a beautiful wife, you know, but we go through seasons and there are things. And so the reality is, and something like that, I you know, I'm calling it that. I think they have special names. I'm not actually sure what they are, but you know, the female version of that is called a dildo. And so, but what those do, they're often used by people that want to have an outlet, but they can't actually go out and build a real relationship. And even they, you don't even need a real relationship. You can go, you know, on these dating websites and you can just say, well, interested in a one night stand and that thing, but even that comes with complications. And so the whole point behind these things is there's no complication. You can edit out all the other stuff like the, the meeting, the talking, you know, possible issues that come up, you know, things that maybe are awkward and hard that you want to edit out. And so you don't want to have to ask, you don't want to have to build a relationship. And if you're in a, you know, you want a long-term relationship or you just want a one night stand, these tools and these instruments allow you to edit out those things. And so in your life, when you want to have that release, you want to have that feeling, okay, nothing's like the real thing. We've already talked about, there's honestly, there's nothing better in the whole world than a committed relationship where you talk and you interact and you find out what each other's needs are and you work through the awkwardness of the relationship and you have a incredible set. There's nothing better. Okay. I've experienced all gamuts in between. Okay. Are they satisfying? Of course they're satisfying. Are they worthwhile? And that's kind of what this podcast is about. Is it okay to edit those things out of our life to make our life easier? Now, there's so many other things that can fit in to those categories because we're, we're just talking sex and sex is always fun because it's always edgy and people are always interested in sex, which I think is great because sex is wonderful. It's one of the best stress relievers. It's one of the best ways to build in-depth relationships, but it's often perverted because we want to avoid the work that goes into getting into those committed relationships where you can have sex. And so we short circuit it sometimes even to the point where we don't have to interact with humans and we have total control ourselves. So we don't, you know, it's like, I shouldn't have to tell you, you know, to switch to this side or do it this way. And all these weird perceptions and things that we have that from our background, you know, we think you should or shouldn't, or they should know this and, and they don't. And so it's just easier to edit all that out. And so even in the day-to-day relationships in families or even in work relationships, you know, in work, we can edit it out. 
we work at home and then we just enjoy a Zoom call. And so we edit out those times maybe when you're by the water cooler, you know, and there's relationship building there, but then there's awkwardness. And then you heard someone else talking about you over there and you got your feelings hurt and you don't want to approach them because you don't like conflict, right? All that stuff, okay? And all that stuff, in my opinion, is the stuff that grows us and makes us mature but we begin to edit it out because it makes our life less pain. And oftentimes we want to avoid pain. I would say all the time we want to avoid pain. And so as these other alternatives come and they are coming like exponentially these days, it used to be, you know, they were simple things like, you know, the, the sex toys that I talked about earlier, but let's even think about it and work. You become a workaholic, so you don't have to interact with your kids because you're just like, it's awkward. I don't know what to say to my son and daughter, or you know, I don't say know what to say to my wife, or, or you develop hobbies, so you can go someplace. It's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the shop, and I'm going to do some woodworking instead of immersing yourself into this let's just call it a pool of humanity. This is your community, and maybe it's a family, maybe it's a workplace, maybe it's friends, and this is where the stuff gets worked out and we learn and we grow. We learn how to resolve conflict. We learn how to talk in a way that multiple different personalities can interact with us. We learn how to really, for some people like myself, not be a jerk early on in life. And I was quite the narcissist. I, you know, I was highly insecure. I thought a lot about myself. I was insecure with situations I couldn't control. And so I controlled, you know, many situations. And so being in these environments and people beginning to call the crap, you know, the stuff I'm dealing with. And it's like being able to look at myself and was really healing. Beep. <laughs> you guys, you probably, you've been listening to me long enough. You probably know this, but sometimes Tom gets on these sidetracks and he goes down these roads and he can't figure out how to get out. And now if I went back and listened to this, I could probably figure out where I was, but I just definitely did one of that. So let's just put this blooper in there. And Tom, Tom totally, I, I'm looking at myself in the camera and all of a sudden it's like, blank, where, dude, where were you going with that? You had such a great start. And now it's like, totally lost. So, you know, It's been a while since I did a podcast. I had a lot of podcasts online. All right, so yes, this is a truth moment, Tom. Is lean the truth out. I always tell you the truth. Sometimes not the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> no, I I am, and many of you know, that I lay out podcasts in advance, especially when I know there's going to be busy seasons. And, you know, it happened to be before Christmas. I laid out a lot of podcasts because in anticipation of, you know, having to do end-of-the-year stuff for my business and taxes, well, it turns out at the end of the year, my son and my daughter-in-law who were expecting lost their baby like during delivery. And so it's a really hard season. And so this is the first time I've been behind the podcast microphone for more than a month. And so, yes, I'm a little out of practice and I missed it, but it, it has been, it has been a strange, hard season. And so, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be here today. I feel like I should, but if I'm a little distracted and I'm a little out of practice, I apologize. And if you're new, 
I so appreciate you and I so appreciate you, you hanging in there. And yeah, if anything, this podcast is real and yeah, we have fun here. And yes, I do probably cross the line and go over boundaries, you know, probably even my own boundaries, although some of them have just been set up by legalism and rigidism and they're not necessarily good boundaries and crossing them sometimes is effective for making a point. And so Yes, I really want to talk about relationships today and the absolute importance of relationships and how there are things on the horizon and there are cultural things that we are moving forward that we don't even realize that we're moving forward that are affecting really the fabric of humanity because we were meant to be together. We were meant to be in relationship with each other. And as we're together in relationship with each other, we begin to develop really healthy habits, really healthy ways of interacting. And the more we can do that, we move forward. And it's really important in my mind, it's one of the things that I do is is becoming self-aware of the importance of relationships and the things that threaten relationship. Because like you, I struggle with all the normal things. And, you know, I say stupid things to my wife. And when I say stupid things to my wife, does she want to get into the bed and, you know, have great sex? No. And so part of that relationship is learning how to relate, how to even deal with things of conflict. And these are honing incredible skills. Okay. These are the skills of life that take you places and make things happen. But there are things that are coming along and have come along that are incredibly dangerous and they are editing these learning periods and learning sessions out of our life. So we almost even need to become more intentional into getting into these situations, putting ourselves into awkward moments. And that just is not natural for us. We don't tend to do that. The human being, for the most part, okay, this is a generalization, for the most part, wants to move towards comfort. And so as we find things that are more comfortable, we tend to move towards that. I think that is behind the obesity crisis, which I can speak to that because I'm part of that. And I know the move towards comfort that it's way easier when you're stressed out to move towards your snack than it is to move towards not eating because then I have to face the reality of what's really going on and I can't discomfort it and numb it away. Even that food is a substance like some plastic vagina or the glass dildo. The things that we're talking about, there are so many things that fit into that where we short circuit the process. Pain, this kind of pain that we're talking about is our friend. It grows us and better yet, and this is a great word, it transforms us. It takes us from one thing and moves us into another thing. And it's fantastic. And there are things coming online like legalized drugs. What do drugs do? They help you move out of your current reality. And for most of us, okay, there are a few of you out there that you've made it, but you've got your own struggles. And by make made it, I mean, you have finances and you're kind of settled, but there are those own struggles. And you're like, dude, you have no idea the struggles. Money does not solve problems. Those of us that don't necessarily have the amount we would like, we don't necessarily believe that. Yeah, it's another one of those moments. I was making a great point. And yes, Tom's out of practice, but we're going to get around to that. We're going to just kind of do the verbal loop and we're going to get back to that. And we're going to backtrack by just kind of uh, talking about what we did. And you'll tell me if I got back on the point, you'll give me some good correspondence. Things are being edited 
we're being able to edit things out and not actually deal with the problems. And so, you know, money, in my opinion, is one of those things. If I had it, gosh, such a good podcast material, and I just can't freaking keep on the task. And yes, I'm leaving this in because, yeah, the struggle is real. Tom has to try to figure out how to splice this together. So, oh. Anyway, yeah, I think I finally got back there. The whole legalized drug, it takes us into this alternate reality because, yeah, we're experiencing, yeah, I'm getting back there. It's good to find the road again. You know, when you go off and you're in the dirt and the weeds, it's good to find it. Tom, stay on track or you're going to lose it again. I know. I just thought about that. I'm going to lose it again. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, it allows us to move outside of our current pain because most of us out there, you know, we struggle to an extent to pay the bills, to be able to have the time we want, to be able to relax and do the things we want. And those of you that do have the money, you're just like, when you have all that time, it's not necessarily all it's cracked up to be, you know, work does bring purpose and some of those things. So we all are kind of coming at this a different way. And so legalized drugs come about and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I just feel good. Instead of going into the struggle, working towards the solution, and it's just like, okay, I work all day. I come home. My relationship with my kids, my wife, and my family suck. Life sucks. Instead of sitting in that pain and saying, I don't like this. I'm going to move towards this. And finding a solution, we can pick up, yeah, the pipe or the joint, okay? Oregon has legalized all drugs, so you can do whatever you want. Here in Montana, we legalize marijuana, so you can sit down and you can smoke your joint and you can just kind of check out. So there are all these things that are out there that keep us from feeling pain. Legalized alcohol, which has been around since the prohibition, one of the most common drugs, one of the most common things to be able to check out, to drink and it just kind of numbs the pain and you don't feel the pain. Pain is an incredible motivator. It needs, absolutely, because it can lead to hopelessness and suicide, it needs to be partnered with a solution and a desire to find a solution, but you will. And so one of my biggest concerns that is coming out there, and it's already started in the form of social media, but it is portraying and we edit out. And so we create this false image. And so, you know, the whole thing is to have a family and you're all interacting. Social media allows us to edit that out. Okay. It doesn't necessarily edit out of our reality, but it edits the perception that people have. And that's important to us. You know, we want people to perceive us as well. And I'll just tell you a story of a family that I know and their Facebook profile is fantastic that, you know, they play games together and, you know, they do all this different things and their kids' birthday parties and the different stuff. Can I tell you the reality? When you walk in their house, every person is in the same room and they are on their devices 24-7. The image that is on social media is false they are 100% disconnected, but they are portraying this image. They are able to edit out the reality of a life that they are disconnected and addicted to their devices. Matter of fact, a few years ago, and this stopped after one night, but one of their kids came over the whole night as we're interacting with a family, they 100% were engaged in their phone and they would look over. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. 
100% disengaged. The perception that this family has is when they're out and about this whole image. Well, that's beginning to deepen because we're beginning to create these realities that we can immerse ourselves in because our lives are painful. And yeah, maybe we're not fulfilled in our job. You know, we've always wanted to be a hero. And as virtual reality comes online, we are at risk at losing our humanity because the personal interaction is the thing that heals and grows and molds and shapes us. It is the fabric of our society. And literally the fabric of our society is being threatened. It is being able to be edited out because no longer is there the awkwardness of a relationship. You can have this great intimate relationship in this virtual world you create and you edit out all the pain, your awkwardness, you know, your quirks, and you have this all perfected. And so does the other person as you come in to this reality, that's not reality, but it leaves the pain of your current reality and you can live vicariously in this other reality. And this is coming so quickly and the threat and you may laugh at me, and some of you are just like, dude, no, you're absolutely right. Society could unravel very quickly. So what do we do? <laughs> All right, you're going to hate me. You're not going to like this, but you need to put yourself in as many awkward, weird, hard relationships, groups, and introduce a lot of social pain into your life. And that is how we grow and refuse those things that come to edit out. Now, am I not saying, I'm not saying don't ever watch TV, but watch one show a night. Don't sit there and binge watch after and after because there's a reality that you're connecting with and you like there. Because as you do that, you're leaving your current reality behind and you're beginning to put this image that is false and untrue because often what we watch on TV negates all the idiosyncrasies and all the different things that come into play and just kind of you get to this place and it's just, it doesn't make sense. And so living your life, don't watch your life. Don't let somebody else live your life. Don't let somebody else play the movie. You create your own life. So be intentional and if you've been a part of a group and you've kind of like fallen back, re-engage and be intentional and embrace that awkwardness because it is the healing. It is that which will grow you there. Yeah, I just can't express the importance and how concerned I am that we are. I mean, we're just basically, and I guess, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have something off. But just the whole masturbation, I think just is, I'm not going to say it's a beautiful illustration because it's actually disgusting, disappointing, and yeah, anti-climatic. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe you went there. Man, it was such a good setup. I'm sorry. I couldn't but go there. But it's a great analogy what we're doing to our lives. We took something. And we're losing it piece by piece. And pretty soon the tide's going to shift and we're just going to lose it. But we're taking something that was awesome and incredible. It had depth, had meaning on multiple levels. I mean, it affected you and your soul and your spirit. And we've taken it into this silly little shameful act. And it is what's happening on multiple fronts as 
we shy away from the awkwardness and the hardness of relationships. And when we do that, we move into a shallow, less meaningful world. And eventually, I don't want to be a doomsdayer, and I'm definitely not going to end this on a doomsdayer. But there becomes a point where there's no hope. And when there's no hope, there's no reason to go on. And so the hope lies. You're still here. The people next to you are still here. There are communities and there are groups that you can still be involved with in spite of COVID. You, for your survival, if you're fearful of COVID, you need to risk your life getting a virus to survive and have hope and meaning. You go out there and you connect with people we endure the awkwardness and pain because what happens when we endure the awkwardness and pain, the joy of a successful relationship and friendship is just, it is beyond, yeah, expression. It is just, it's a sweetness that you can just savor and enjoy and it just penetrates and permeates your whole body more than any kind of edited relationship and edited virtual world, which is, quickly coming or high that comes from smoking a joint. It is so much more. And so my friends in this show podcast, I want you to just wage war by making friendships and building community and immersing yourself with the intent to grow, to learn and to change. <clears throat> so I haven't said it for probably five weeks. You can tell how incredibly out of practice I am how scattered I am. I haven't had to focus my thoughts for a long time and it's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of weirdness. There's been a lot of, and I'll share that coming up, but hey, go out there, make a friend. Why? Because I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.